0: Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salamun Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Seyyiduna Muhammadin wa, Muhammad wa barik wa sallam Allahumma sandi ala Seyyiduna Muhammad wa Ali ala, ala Seyyiduna Muhammadin wa barik wa sallam Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillahi subhanallah wa bihamdi subhanallahil That Allah ta'ala out of his fazl and karam and rahmah despite all of our sins and our faults and our shortcomings and those of us who have come for the second year despite our inability to value those ten days we spent last year still Allah Ta'ala brought us into his masjid, into his home and he brought us and he told us to come and he told us to stay Allah Akbar sometimes when somebody brings you to their home they say, Can you come? And then you come. But this is the second sentence. Then now that you've come, I want you to stay. Allah Akbar This is Tawfiq from Allah. That now that you come, I want you to stay for ten days and ten nights. I don't want you to leave. I want you to stay and keep staying and keep on staying only tear yourself away for the briefest of moments if you have to relieve yourself if you have some worldly physical need as soon as you tear yourself away oh, the masjid will be missing you Allah Ta'ala will be wanting you to come back quickly come back immediately and as soon as you come back again you must stay Allah Akbar Ya Allah so merciful of you that you even created such a thing called itikaf. Hmm? Who are we? That we soil and sully this masjid for ten days and nights of our life. Hmm? Have you ever seen a person who tells the stain that you come on my clothing and then tells the stain that you stay on my clothing? Hmm? Allahu Akbar. Have you seen a carpet that tells the stain that you come upon me and you stay on me and you stay near me? Hmm? the pure fibers in me they will eventually take away the dirt and filth in your stain Allah Akbar this is the quran fazl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this has a history it has an origin it begins with the first masjid baitullah that Allah ta'ala allowed first he created the space and this place on earth and he blessed us by calling it his home ya allah ya Rabbi Kareem. You transcend everything. You are above and beyond everything. But Allah Ta'ala said, Yes, because O oh insan, O oh mu'mineen, you reside on this planet Earth. And because from all of you, my beloved, favorite Nabi Alaihi Wasallam resided in this Arabian Peninsula. So therefore I say that my home is Baitullah over here. Allahu Akbar. Allah Ta'ala bless muqam to so, yallah ya is your home. So it must be very special, must be very sacred, must be very holy. We should probably stay far away from it, lest we pollute it with ourselves. They said no. It's my home to Allah, but it is for you. It is for each and every one of you, O oh mu'mineen, that you should come here and make tawaf here and pray salah here. And even if you just sit and you're near my home, even if you just sit and you look at my home, I will give you sawab, I will give you ajr, I will give you reward. O oh, you gaze at my home, I will gaze upon you. Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Kabila Allah baitullah. But then the ummah spread, the community was spreading Allah said, no actually I will extend this nur, this barakah all over the world, anywhere and any place that you take, any piece of land and you make it waqf lillah. You make a niyyah that you dedicated forever for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His glorious deen. For ilai kalimatillah, to exalt the teachings of iman, to establish salah wa salah to establish the worship to Allah and you make it a place of sujood and make it a place of saddah, a place where you prostrate and you call it masjid. Allah says, oh you make any intention like that for any land anywhere in the world I will take that nur of Baitullah and I will spread it over there. And my same rahmah will be there. You enter that place, you will get rahmah. You enter that place, you will be in aman. You enter that place, you will get it. Allahu Akbar, Kabirah. Ya Allah. Wallahu yadu ila salam. Allah Taala inviting us to abode of everlasting peace. Allah Taala <buying vague> begins e the process here. He made outposts. Of that salam, places of blessing and peace on this earth, and then now in this blessed month of Ramadan, where already twenty days Allah Taala has sent His rahma and maghfirah, His mercy and His forgiveness, then came another invitation, another invitation which will be extended few moments before this maghrib adhan. Then where are those who want to revive the Sunnah, my beloved Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Sallam? Where are those who want to show me that they are as thirsty and yearning and longing for me as he was, and let them come and let them stay. Ah kifin? <speaking> let them come and let them stay. Wa or Tikjai, Waai or Vujanja, let them come and let them implant themselves. Let them be firm and steadfast. Like that verse we recited to you Faida Faruta. So there were many times we didn't do it we were free, we went to TV. We were free, we went to novel. We were free, we went to internet. We were free, we went to extra sleeping. We were free, we went to sport. We were free, we went to leisure. But ya Rabbi Kareem, now we are making niya. Fa'ila farabta. That when we become free, ya Rabbi, Sab, Now we will become firm and steadfast. We will have resolve. Wa'ila rabbika farab. And now we turn to you in longing and yearning. This is why we've come. This is our niya. Allahu Akbar, Kambira. Hmm? And this is only the karam and fazl of Allah. wa ma tawfiqi illa billah. Allah Akbar. Can you imagine? Anbiya used to say this. Sahaba used to say this. Awliya used to say this. To who are me and you? Hmm? To think we have any of our own ability or success or stamina. Hmm? Oh no, I really wanted to come. Oh I really sacrificed to come. Or I made sure I came. No no no. <laughs> because trade that up for something better. Why do you content yourself with that? What isn't not much more better to think? Allah really wanted me to come. Hmm? Or you want to think I really wanted to come. Hmm? Which one is better to think? Oh Allah Ta'ala really wanted me to come. Or oh, Allah Ta'ala made the arrangement. Oh Allah Ta'ala made me free. Oh Allah Ta'ala set up the schedule. Oh, Allah Ta'ala raised a community of people in Stanger, who due to their ikhlas and love, I'm able to come. Allah Akbar kabira. Hmm? Our mashayikh, they say in Urdu, that oh, it means that there are some places, some soil, some soil, the very soil itself is makbul to Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala. The people of that soil are makbul to Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala this is no coincidence no accident this is the puzzle of allah ta'ala yutihi man yasha in 1981 one of the greatest awliyaullah of the century one of the greatest awliyaullah ever to be gifted to this ummah one of the greatest muhaddithin of the century one of the greatest muhaddithin ever to be gifted to this ummah hazrat malana shaykhul hadith muhammad zakariya khandvi rahimullah hazrat malana muhammad zakariya Khandavirimullah. rahimullah Allah Ta'ala brought him here. Allah Ta'ala placed him here. Allahu Akbar. Hmm? Allah Ta'ala brought him here and Allah Ta'ala placed him here. And he sat here. And he made du'a here. And he prayed salah here. And he did zikr here. And that created a nur, a fez, a, a spiritual blessing that is still alive today. Yes, know that the nur of the sun can set but the noor of deen never sets. The noor of Nabi Akreem sallallahu alaihi wa sallam is not some mythical concept. The Noor is the Noor of the hidayah of Allah through the Sunnah of Nabiya Karim sallallahu alaihi sallam. That is an everlasting star. Still today, people guide by that Sunnah. Same for the Sahaba. That's why Nabiya Karim sallallahu said that Ashabi Najum that my Sahaba are like companions, are like stars. Those stars they never fade. The Sunnah of Nabiya Karim sallam, the Sunnah of Sahaba, and the legacy of the awliya, Allah of this Ummah. These are things that are everlasting and unfading. But even before Hazrat Sheikh Adiz, Muhammad, Zakariya, Khandi, al must have come here. Allah Ta'ala created something in these people, in this community. And it's our heartfelt gratitude to all of the Ahlist Anger, whether they're the Imams or Ulama, whether they're the community, whether they're people of Khidma, whether they're recent immigrants, whether they're long generation families. There's some Barakah in them, some Ikhlas in them, some Sidq in them. May Allah Ta'ala enable all of us who have come from outside of Stenger with the niyat of sunnah, itikaf, to be true to their expectations, to fulfill their expectations. They have a great husnizan. Hmm? They think that some great salihin are coming and they're going to make ibadah to Allah Ta'ala, they're going to worship to Allah Ta'ala, they're going to make zikr of Allah Ta'ala, they're going to make dua to Allah Ta'ala. This is their husnizan about us. And there they want to make khidmah, and they want to make arrangements, and they want to cook your food, and they want to serve us food. Oh, Allahu Akbar! May Allah Ta'ala make us true to that. May Allah Ta'ala make us loyal to their intention. Hmm? Isn't it maybe the barakah of their that Allah Ta'ala may make us like that? Hmm? Allahu Akbar! So this is a great fuzzle and of Allah Taala. These moments before you start in ibadah, these are moments of shukr, moments of istighfar. Gratitude and gratefulness to Allah Ta'ala. You know normally when somebody faces a difficulty in their life or they have a test or trial and sometimes it's a very severe test. So although they may not express it with their tongue but sometimes the state of their heart cries out in extreme difficulty that Ya Allah, why me? But now it should also happen in positive times. It should happen in gracious times. Somebody is about to board the flight for Hajj. They should think in their heart, Ya Allah, why me? How did you pick me for this journey? How did you remember me for this journey? So before we sit for a taqaf, we should have the same feeling in our heart. Ya Rab, why me? How did you pick me to sit in your masjid? Ya Allah, I have hope. I'm getting hopeful. I have hope. Hmm? Our shaykh, he once explained in a beautiful way, that even if an ordinary person ordinary human, makhluk, creation, mortal being, creature, if they invite you into their home, and they tell you to come, and they tell you to stay, you will also think, that okay, if they want me to stay, maybe they will bring some water, maybe they will bring some refreshment, maybe they will bring some snack. How could they ask me to keep staying and stay back if they didn't want to give me anything? So the same niyat we have is that, Ya Rabbi Bikrim, if you invited us to come and you invited us to stay, we have hope, Ya Rabbi, that you want to give us something. And what is it that we want more than anything in the world? Ya Rabbi, we want you. We want ubudiyya. We want to be true slaves to you, loyal to you, loving to you, obedient to you. We want that rahma of yours that we heard when we recite al-Rahman al-Rahim. We want that maghfrah of yours that we heard when we recite al-ghufur, al Ghafar. We wanted hidayah that we've been asking for when we recite ehdina. We want all of that. We want every drop of that. That is the niyat with which we come. Not just for forgiveness for one sin or for hope in one thing. No, we come because we want it all. We're willing to change it all. We're willing to give it all up No, we should have given it all up for you our whole life. But at least for ten days, we're going to give it all up entirely. Because we want you entirely. We want this deen entirely. We want the sunnah entirely. We want adab and akhlaq entirely. We want to worship you in a way that our heart remembers you entirely. This is some of the niyat you should make, some of the intentions you should make. You can make better niyat than this. Your heart should be spinning now. Your heart should be turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your heart should be longing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But still, there is some guidance we have to give you. There are some guidelines I want to give you. So that right from the outset, I don't even want to wait till night time to tell you these things. Right from the outset... I want to tell you a few things so you make intention for each and every one of these hidayat, guidance and guidelines. So before Maghrib, you are firm and steadfast on what you have to do here. Number one, in order to connect to Allah Ta'ala completely, entirely, absolutely, you should want to disconnect from the dunya completely, entirely, absolutely. It means no cell phone, no SMS, No WhatsApp, no phone, no email. I cannot force this on you. I will not impose it on you. Hmm? I did think of that. At one point, there was idea that came to my mind that we make them confiscate all their electronic devices. Subhanallah. Hmm? (laughs) Because you people have learned something. In the plane, they say, put it in flight mode. So you also have niyat, you won't let go, but you're going to put it in itikaf mode. Huh? What does that mean? I'm going to put my phone in itikaf mode. What does that mean? Okay, I'll only talk to my wife a little. Okay, if an important message comes, I'll reply to it a little. No, no, no. <laughs> there is no itikaf mode. Hmm? You must let go of it entirely, completely. If you can disconnect completely, it will benefit you. Hmm? Whoever you needed to speak to, you should have spoken to them before. Hmm? Yes, there may be one, two, three of you who may we may involve in some khidmah, some task. So you may need to be in touch with somebody on the phone. I may need to call some alam up and say, well, I wanted to give this biyan and I'm forgetting hadith. Mashallah, we have some ulama with this. who can help me like that. Anyway, hmm? but the majority, 99.9% of you, And the more addicted you are to this device, all the more important is that you leave it. Otherwise your sacrifice won't be complete. Can you imagine now you left your home, you left your bed, you left your comfort, you left your family, you left your children, you left so many of those things. You want to leave that withdrawal incomplete just because you still keep the cell phone in the pocket. And in fact, we'll ask Ibrahim Tutla and I will be introducing you to some people today and tonight as we go who will be your helpers and khuddam in this. If any of you do actually want to deposit your device, hmm, maybe they can arrange some type of safe deposit for you and collect it later. I would love it if you would do that. That's the very first, best though I will give you. hmm, If you come to me and say, I deposited my device. Hmm? Yes, try. There's no silent mode here. There's no vibration here. Hmm? You should give it up altogether, entirely, completely. This will be the best thing you can do. Allah Taala will accept it because your niyat will be number one. Ya Allah, I'm disconnecting completely because I want to connect you completely. And the second is Ya Allah, this device has brought me into sin in my life. This device kept me from you. This device showed me haram. This device reminded me of haram. This device enticed me to haram. Or at the very least, this device was a device of ghafla. It distracted me from you, made me forget you. It took minutes of my time, hours of my time. I spent surfing, reading, scrolling. Ya Allah, I make toba from this device. This is my first toba I make, Ya Rabb. And I want you to preserve this Tawbah, keep this Tawbah lasting up to these 10 days. It's very important. Very important. Even maybe we can arrange some official device. Means if somebody wants that they need to call someone, nah? so you can come and use the official phone like in good old days. <laughs> yeah, Alhamdulillah, I'm to Allah ta'ala. I was born and raised before the cell phone age. Hmm? I make sugar to Allah Ta'ala and I make a lot of du'a to Allah Ta'ala have mercy on those youth who have been born and raised in this fitna. Who are enshrouded and ensnared in this fitna. Hmm? Allahu Akbar. In the good old days, there'd be official phone. Like in school, if you really had to go, you go to the principal's office and there's fear. In order to touch that phone, you have to ask the secretary and the principal. So there's a lot of deterrent before you ask to use that phone. Hmm? Maybe we can make arrangements something like that for you. Hmm? Really, this is not to be taken... I'm saying it lightly to you because we want to keep you happy while you're here. But I'm taking it very seriously. Very seriously. And definitely, absolute no way you keep it in your pocket. That's no way. No way it should be in your pocket. Now I know there's one thing that some of you do that you record using your phones. Huh? Ah, Allah Akbar so you can trust that mashallah the team is making their official recording and we will have one or two other type of recorders like that and inshallah those of you who know last year mashallah the community they gave everybody the CD so don't worry about recording that's being taken care of, all these things are being taken care of for you so that you free your mind unfetter your heart, liberate your soul to do the ibadat and zikr of Allah ta'ala you're not on recording Jamaat, don't worry about that You'll we'll have one, two people take care of that. The rest of you are free. Well, that took care of one reason why you keep it in your pocket. Huh? Huh. Huh. This is the first guidance. First guidance. Second guidance is that you want to be silent as much as you can. And I'll be repeating this. I'll be repeatedly talking about this, inshallah. you want to be as silent as possible. You want to try. and Those of you who might be new or younger, don't think, oh, I'm not ready for that. That's too intense for me. You are ready. The fact that Allah Ta'ala brought you here means Allah Ta'ala thinks you're ready. You can do it. Allah Ta'ala is giving you tawfiq for itikaf. It doesn't mean when Allah Ta'ala gives somebody tawfiq, He gives them tawfiq with well, all of its adab, all of its, um, all of its adornments, all of its adorning mannerisms. Hmm? wo tamam adab sifat wo zaat e baritaala ataate hain jo khud us cheez ki taufeeq dete hain give you all the ability and capability allah nasan illa wusaha allah taala give the wus'a for you you should try to be quiet try to be quiet you have not come here to meet one another you've come here to make your heart meet allah You can remain strangers to each other. The problem is we no longer want to remain strangers to Allah. It does make no difference to you, the person sleeping next to me or eating next to me, what city is he from or what country is he from or how many people have come or how many from which country have come or how many countries have come. No, no, no. That is nothing, nothing. You should be oblivious to that. You know that Allah Ta'ala brought you and you have come as the seeker of Allah Ta'ala. You're on a mission, you're seeking Allah. Never lose track of that goal, the eternally besought, the uniquely besought, the most beloved besought Allah. To quiet. Quiet isn't just about lack of speech. Quiet is the whole way you carry yourself. The way you talk, some people, it's quiet. The way you sit, quiet. The way you eat, quiet. The way you sleep, quiet. The way you make wudu, Quiet. Everything you do should be governed by this quiet, quiet. So if there's silence, the more there is silence in my being, the more my heart will start speaking to Allah. The more my heart will start feeling for Allah Ta'ala. So much of the year my heart was drowned in the scatter. And the scatter, you know, static transmission and interference and scatter of all of my thoughts and all of my words and all of my statements you want to remove all of that while you're here literally try other than ibadat and zikr, means other than talking to Allah Ta'ala, you really don't need to talk at all hmm, Allah Akbar can be done try, try number three. First point was this screen and device, second point was silence and quiet number three Point number three is that you want to remain right here in the masjid main hall. I call this masjid main hall. You want to remain in the masjid main hall as much as you can, as long as you can. As much as you can, as long as you can. You want to be closer to the member, closer to mihrab all the time. Just like in salah. You should have a desire to pray in the front row. If you can't get the front row, second row. If a gap, you see a gap, you come forward. Your whole ten days should be spent like that. I want to be in the main hall. I want to be closer to the member. I want to be more in the zone. I will explain to you a little bit about the particular, almost unique features of the boundaries of this masjid. But that secondary for you, primary, is this main hall. All the time you want to be here in the main hall. What does it mean? Maybe I should explain more clearly. Don't loiter. Don't hang around. Don't sit. Don't chat. Don't relax out there. It's not your veranda. It's not your porch. It's not your lounge. You must be in the zone. You must be in the mode. I think they're asking the brothers to move forward inshallah. If their brothers can move forward, they want to lay this stikhana for you to break your fast with dates and water. Move forward, inshallah. Especially those who are more towards the back, you should all the more move towards the front. So you want to stay in the main hall as much as possible. I will explain to you Especially those of you who are new, who have not been in this masjid before and who did not sit last year in ittikaf. In this masjid, almost everything is masjid. Except So on my right, so on this side, behind the sliding glass doors, Rev. Dupuddin, you can all take a look, even if you know, you just take a look, so all those around you look also. If you look at the top of those three doors, there's a white sign with a red lettering, Sehen area, Sehen area, Sehen area. For those of you, mashallah, don't know Urdu, and there are those of you like that here, hence I speak English. So Sehen, it, you can say it means courtyard, it means veranda. For you, Sehen means non-masjid, but that's all you need to know. So outside those doors is not the masjid. Therefore, when you make niyyah before Maghrib Adhan, you will make niyyah. Not after Salah, not after Adhan. You will make niyyah before Maghrib Adhan. Those of you are sitting for full 10 days, sunnah, itikaf, inshaAllah, you will make niyyah before Adhan. When you make that niya, you cannot go out those doors. So be very careful, because that's new for you. Normally, every other masjid you've been in, you could go out any door, they didn't really make a difference. Here, it's different. When you go out the first three doors, when you go out the first three doors that do not have sand area on top, that do not have this big masjid boundary poster on top, when you go out those doors, you're still in masjid. You're still in masjid. And this is something to be very careful about because the extremely strict position, the extremely strict position is if you go out those doors, even forgetfully, your sunnah itikaf is broken. Now, I'd rather you don't come to me with this question. Hmm? We, we prefer that people should never ask me this question, tell me what is not the strict position. Huh? Try not to ask me that question. Hmm? All right. Yes. Now, to continue, when you go out this side of the masjid, another very unique thing is the stairs when you go down, all of that is also part of masjid. Okay, when you go down the stairs all the way, I call it masjid basement. And it's important that I'm going to request also our friends and hosts here in Stenger also to add this word. Because when you just call it basement, it doesn't have the effect on us. We need to constantly hear the word masjid. So we would like everybody, Ibrahim Tutla, everybody is going to call it masjid basement. So when you go down the masjid stairs, I should add that as well. So when you go down the masjid stairs, you will enter the masjid basement. All of the stairs in the entire basement is masjid. So you actually never leave your itikaf. Then in the masjid middle level, so when you walk down the masjid stairs, halfway down the masjid stairs, on the left you will see a door that is the masjid middle level. So again we request our friends in Stanger, we will no longer call it the feeding area this year. (laughs) No, it's called masjid middle level. Yes, it's coming, you will be eating your suhoor there inshallah, but it is masjid middle level. Masjid middle level. Actually, when you open those doors and walk through those doors, you are still in the masjid. Yes, at the back of the... Once you walk in, at the rear of the masjid middle level, there is an area that is actually not part of the masjid, but they have marked that very clearly for you, and you, inshallah, should never go back in that area. If ever you're unsure, stop, freeze where you are, ask a passerby, which door can I go out of? If you're ever unsure, Wait alhamdulillah people are here they will be passing by every few seconds so masjid main hall then we're going to call that masjid real hall that side not this side this side is nafil itikaf area those who will be coming for less than 10 days they will be sleeping eating etc what well, sleeping over there then even the wudu even the place to make wudu, there is part of it which I will now call it Masjid Wudu area. And that is the same if you go through these three doors, that same area to the left, that is again marked for you. So you should also make wudu, should, i.e., you must, absolutely must make wudu in the Masjid Wudu area. Even if there are people there and there's a free spot over there, you must wait. You must, If you are in full 10 days sunnah itikaf, you must, you must wait and make wudu in the masjid wudu area. Alright? So what does that mean? That means that alhamdulillah in this unique situation, almost unique situation, rare situation, you will only leave the masjid when you need to use the restroom, toilet. Right? Now when you do that, and that is outside of the masjid. You'd have to exit, right? When you do that, you must exit with your left foot. You must go. And however much time, but at the same time and however little time, you can free yourself from that, you will do that, and then you will walk back immediately and enter in. You will not chat with anyone. If somebody says salam to you, you may respond to their salaam while walking. You don't even have to stop. There's no need to shake anybody's hand. You may, while walking Mururan, you may respond to their salam. Alright? Now, other than exiting and going to the toilet, when you are inside the masjid, we want that whether you're in the masjid rear hall, whether you're in masjid area, whether you're in masjid stairs, whether you're in masjid middle level, or whether you're in masjid basement, you should try to have that same feeling that you feel when you're up here in the masjid main hall. But the reality is that no matter how hard you try, it does have a slightly different feeling. Because this is the place where you have bayan, and this is the place where you pray salah, and this is where there's the mahab and mimbar, it will feel more like a masjid to you. That is why I tell you that you should actually, the letter of the law I've explained to you, Now the spirit should be that you try to remain in the hall as much as possible. And you only leave the main hall in order to make wudu, yes. To eat at the specific time you're supposed to eat, yes. And to sleep in your allotted sleeping area, yes. Other than eating, sleeping and wudu, you should always be in the masjid main prayer hall. Those of you who feel at an individual level, you're able to maintain the same level of feelings in the masjid rear hall or at the masjid lower levels, then you may make your ibadah, salah, dhikr over there if you should so wish. But I just ask you, you watch over your heart. And if you feel in your heart, as individual thing, that no, I feel more here in the upper main masjid hall, then try to do your ibadah, etc. here. To facilitate that for you, we have left a wide area all the way from the these two pillars of the member all the way to the back which will be dedicated for ibadah 24 hours. We have not let people spread their mattresses there so that you can have maximum space and maximum ability to do ibadah in the masjid prayer hall. That's it. Again, if some of you wish to do ibadah in the rear hall, middle level, masjid basement and you feel close and connected to Allah Ta'ala, you are free to do that. Another thing is that you should all have gotten the schedule. Everybody got the schedule? Ibrahim Tutlah, they have not received the schedule. Where is Mr.? Yes, they have not yet received the schedule? Okay. You will inshallah be given the schedule and uh, you will have to follow the schedule strictly. And that is something that all of you understood and it goes without saying that this is, yes, a 10-day sunnah itikaf, but it is also simultaneously a 10-day tazkiyah khanka program. These two are inseparable. These two are inseparable. So they will be programs. They will be bayan. They will be zikr. They will be gatherings. And you should do ihtimam and you should do your very best to participate in those gatherings. Now, because the time is short, I will then discuss the schedule with you. And if you... No, no, no. Ibrahim? Namaskam. Because time is short and we want to make du'a and we want to prepare ourselves. So I will explain to you the schedule and the guidelines pertaining to the schedule after at night time, inshallah, in the night majlis. All right? Just I will tell you this much the schedule that after Maghrib you will stay here and you will pray your sunnah and you will pray Awab bin Salah and you will keep making the zikr and abad of Allah ta'ala until a caller will make the call that the food is ready to be served. Then you will with absolute silence and decorum and great manner and adab you will proceed and you will eat your meal inshallah while doing the zikr of Allah subhanahu ta'ala. When you finish your meal you may rest silently you may refresh yourself for Isha Salah. Then you will return and get ready and prepare for Isha Salah by sitting and making the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. After Isha and Taraweeh, We will have a bayan. At the end of that bayan, then I will then explain to you again the rest of the schedule. Right now we ask, number one, that everybody who has come here for full ten days sunnah itikaf, they should begin to start making their niyah now. If anyone has come for full ten days sunnah itikaf and you were not here before asr, you were not here before asr, you arrived after asr, you arrived after asr, then you must register in here in this first Hudra is the khidmat, help desk, registration. You must register yourself there and then you will be allotted where will be your sleeping space during the full ten days. And if you came after Asr, then inshallah we will repeat some of the guidelines I gave you at night time. Everyone who has come here for full 10 days sunnah itikaf should make niyyah in their heart. Should make dua. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah ta'ala accept our coming, may Allah accept all of those who enabled this to come, may Allah accept all those great mashayikh awliyaullah, who made dua for this sunnah of itiqaf to be revived. May Allah ta'ala accept all the places and all the masajid where all itiqaf is taking place. Wa akhrib da'wana, an alhamdulillah, hirab bin alameen. Our practices that we make a collective dua, and then I stop the dua. 2 3 minutes before adhan so that you have chance to make your own individual dua until the time of adhan zakir what time is maghrib today 13 may nawasubhanallahi wa bihamdihi wa Taala ala muhammad wa ala ali sayyidina muhammad wa barik wa sallam رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا illam لَّمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ رَبِّ وَارْحَمْ أَنْتَ خَيْرُ الرحمين Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, it is your fazl, karam, rahmah on us. We are unworthy, Ya Rabb. Help us, Ya Rabb. Guide us, Ya Rabb. Guide us to honor this puzzle of yours, to honor this grace of yours. Ya Rabbi Kareem, make these next ten days and nights the best moments of our life. Make it a kafara for our sins. Make it an expiation for our sins. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we came because you invited us. We stay because you invited us. Ya Rabbi Kareem, Ya Allah, bestow upon our heart your kamil rahmah. Your Kamil your Your Kamil Hidayah Ya Rabbi Kareem We have brought mountains of sins They think that we have brought mountains of deeds Ya Rabbi we have brought mountains of sins Erase them Ya Allah We have brought decades of neglect Help us Ya Allah Rescue us Ya Rabb Make us from the Salihin Mu'mineen Make us from your Daqirin Mu'mineen Make us from the Mutakeen Mu'mineen Ya Rabbi ask that your Barakah and Karam Let us spend every moment in your Dhikr Every moment in Ibadah. Let every rest energize us to again make your Ibadah. Ya that we make special du'a for the Ahl Stanger, the community of Stanger, the Khuddam of Stanger, the ai am Ulama of Stanger, the Mutawalli Committee of this Masjid. Ya that accept their Niyah, accept their Husnizana. Ya Karim, they have great hope, Ya Ram, that people will come and sit in itikaf, that Barakah will come, your Rahmah will come, they will get Ajr and Sawab. Ya Rab, they have no idea what sinners we are that have shown up. Yarabikrim, make us according to their husnizan, make us according to their good hopes and wishes for us. Ya Allah Even our families—they sent us. Yarab. So many wives sent their husbands today. Yarab, with the hope that my husband will come back different, that my father will come back better. Yarabikrim, let us honor the hopes of these women folk. Let us honor their wishes, Ya Yarab, our children sent us away, thinking our father will come back better, that our father will come back pure. Yarabikrim, honor the look and glances of the children that he gave us as we parted from them. Ya Rabbi Bikrim, send your own Noor on our heart. Send your fazl on our heart. Send your karam on our heart. Send your mercy on our heart. Ya Rabbi Bikrim, we have come from far away places. From different places. Seeking the one and only you. Seeking our true beloved you. Seeking our one and only Ma'bud you. You are our maaboodi haqiki. Our Maksudi Hakiki, Our Mahbubi Hakiki. You are our one and only Ya Rabb. That you have billions and billions of servants and slaves, but Ya Rab, we have only one You. Accept us, Ya Rab. Grace us, Ya Rab. Adorn us, Ya Rab. Forgive us, Ya Rab. Ya Rab, we make dua for all of the mashayikh and uliyah and all of the ulama and sulaha who are conducting etekaf all over the world, especially Ya Rab Mekareem, the Khan and Dirman of Hazrat Malani Yunus Patelam Tane. Ya Rab, especially the Khan, Zakariya in Johannesburg, Ya Rab Yadav the Khan Khan Lusakh of our beloved Shaykh, Dhammu Brakatu, and all of the Ahlit Tasawwuf, Ahlit Tazkiyah, Ahlit Taqwa, wherever they may be, and we make dua for all of the Muttakifeen, wherever in Masjid they may be sitting, except they're coming, except they're sitting, make it a means of changing us, make it a means of change for the Ummah, make it a means of Hidayah for the Ummah, make it a means of Rahman Maghfar for the whole Ummah, and Yadav Bikreem, those workers of Deen who are not not able to sit in sunnah itikaaf but they're reciting taraweeh they're teaching the deen, they're spreading the deen, they're doing dawah of deen ikamat di de deen, tajdeed deen, ya rabbi ask that you put special barakah in their effort barakah in their ilm, barakah in their dawa, barakah in their khidmah grant them your special kubuliya ya rabbi let them be a source of barakah for us, let them be a source of your rahmah coming down upon us ya rabbi grant us ittihad, grant us ittifaq, save us from the Hasan of the hasideen, the shar of the ashrar. Ya Rabbi Kareem, bring out the virtues in us, bring out the khair in us, protect everyone from the shar in us, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, Rabbana ta'kambal minna innaka anta وَتُمْ وَلَيْنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْتُوَابُ الرَّحِيمِ وَصَلَّ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ عَلَىٰ حَبِيبِهِ سَيِّدَنَا مُحَمَّدِ وَعَلَىٰ آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أجمعين بِرَحْمَتِكَ يَا الْحَمَ الرَّاحِمِينَ